Hello, and welcome to the Inside Scoop, the insider media's very own podcast where we create, connect, and empower. We share stories from both the students at Schulich and a diverse range of industry professionals. My name is Grace. I'm the senior advisor, and I'll also be your host for today's episode. And I'm really looking forward to it because we have Apex here with us. You may recognize the Apex team by their beautiful profile pictures on social media with the nice autumn leaves in the background. And here we have none other than our co-chairs for this year, Cameron and Coleman. So if you would both like to please introduce yourselves and then just let us know what's your story. Cameron, how about you go first? Yeah, for sure. First of all, I just want to say it's great being here and great talking to you. So excited to dive into this episode. So yeah, my name is Cameron Atwal. I'm my fourth year at Schulich um, in the BBA program and specializing in accounting. And I'm, like you said, also the co-chair of Apex Conference this year. I started off on Apex as the external marketing director, and then I advanced to become the VP of marketing last year and now made my way to co-chair. And I think the real thing that really drove me to kind of become co-chair and try to take on this leadership role on the team is just I got to witness and see how Apex has helped so many delegates across Canada over the course of the past three years that I've been on the team. And I really wanted to leave my mark, make my legacy and try to advance the conference as much as I could over, my, over the course of my last year on the team. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Coleman, why don't you take it away? Yeah, for sure. So hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Coleman. I am the other co-chair for Apex this year. I am actually even older than Cameron with my Apex relations. Uh, I'm one of the, I'm the only person in from my uh, year joining Apex who's actually a delegate way back in first year, 10,000 years ago. And then from there, I went from delegates to director of conference development. So securing speakers for our various events at the actual conference. Last year, I was the vice president of corporate relations. So getting that lovely sponsorship money through the pandemic, which was quite the experience. And then now I've transitioned into this co-chair role with Cameron and planning the 24th annual Apex conference this upcoming January. Amazing. Thank you both for your introductions. And it's really great just to see a snapshot of both of your journeys through Apex over the past few years and how it's helped you grow as a person. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. Let's first just dive into maybe a question some people are wondering with this episode. Maybe some people already know, but what is Apex? What goes on in the conference and why should someone apply? Coleman, if you want to take it away. Yeah, absolutely. So APEX itself uh, is actually an acronym. Not many people do know that. Uh, It stands for Achieving Professional Excellence. Uh, But our conference is really, it's a multidisciplinary event. And our main goal through what we incorporate into the conference is to focus on soft skill development. So I'm sure many, all three of us and recruiters can attest to, there's usually a gap between what employers are desire and a new employee. You know, they can teach them how to do Excel spreadsheets or use internal programs, whatever it may be and then the skills that they're taught in the classroom. So there's usually a gap between what uh, the soft skills, the little networking in between you know, different sessions, how to manage a pr- uh, professional relationship and as compared to a personal one, all that kind of little fun stuff that you know, it's not necessarily you pick up along the way, but we try and focus on that for our main theme. Those so personal developments, big one, um, safe space for networking is trying what we really try to encourage at the conference. And then leveraging different career opportunities and experiences for people to transition into a full-time internship or even a career pathway down the road. So we bring together 150 delegates, 75 of which are from right at home at Schulich, and the other 75 are from 22 different partner universities across Canada, right from UBC and Vancouver all the way to Memorial University in uh, in St. John's. So it's normally a four-day, three-night event in downtown Toronto, but of course this year 
the lovely pandemic has thrown us for a loop once again, and we will be hosting the second ever virtual conference this year. So within the conference itself, we have a lot of different events. We bring together uh, sponsors such as RSM, KPMG, CFA Society, RBI, Westco, Bell, P&G, National Bank, to name a few, together with a, a fantastic lineup of speakers. We really try and make sure that our speakers are very experienced, work with our conference development team to really hit the node on with soft skills and just share their experiences as a whole. So for last year, for example, we had the chief HR officer of the TSX group. We had the head of AI at Bank of Montreal, president of MasterCard Canada, president and CEO of the Blue Jays, Mark Shapiro, and more. So we bring all of that together, our lovely delegates, our lovely sponsors, lovely speakers into a variety of different events. So we've got keynotes, we've got career fair, we've got networking sessions, we've got workshops, a couple of secret events that haven't been revealed publicly. So stay tuned if you'd like to know more. And yeah, so we always try and expand what we're offering every single year. And especially with this year, last year was obviously a bit different as we had to quickly transition our events to being virtual for the first time. But Kevin and I and the rest of the team made a decision early on about how we want to carry out the conference this year and really find new ways to add value given the, the virtual platform, expanding the list of speakers so it could be both Canadian and American, not just physically located in Toronto, for example. There are other ways that everyone will see soon. Dobell has been a very challenging time for, for our executive team, just trying to put together a fantastic conference. But we have so many different opportunities for, for the delegates, and we're very excited to have it all come, uh, come to life this upcoming January. Amazing. That was a really great pitch for all the listeners about why they need to sign up for Apex. Sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of stuff jammed into that four days and a lot of big names as well, which is a really unique experience. Definitely. You did mention how Apex has adjusted to the online environment by bringing in different guests from outside of the country, as well as some secret events that I guess I won't pry into yet, but they will be revealed. So within those four days, it definitely sounds like a lot of fun. But how about what Apex has to offer outside of the annual conference? What are some other things that you have up your sleeves for the upcoming year? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's definitely a great question. Well, actually, this past year, so Apex's turnover looks a little bit different from the other clubs at Shulik. So we actually go February to January. And so some of the additional events that we offer have already happened, but I'm sure that the team will be bringing them out next year, given that our pilot program for this specific event that I'm about to talk about very soon, given that it was such a great success. So this summer, we actually launched our first ever summer startup series in which we invited startups to come speak to our attendees about their businesses and how it started, how it's going at the moment, and kind of the most important takeaways they learned from starting their own businesses Honestly, the executive team saw that the COVID-19 pandemic has seen both the start and the end to many small businesses, while that may be unfortunate. And Apex really just wanted to help out student entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs by providing like resources and expertise that some of our startup partners possess and kind of giving it to all of our students or, and all of our delegates who are interested in kind of pursuing that opportunity. We thought that by creating a medium for these two groups to connect, we would nurture entrepreneurial spirit and show attendees the soft skills necessary in order to be successful when launching your own startup. So that's definitely one of the things that we've we've been doing in addition to the conference this past year. That is so cool that you were able to kind of see what's been going on in the business space, what students are kind of missing out on, and then provide this additional summer series that I'm sure we'll all be looking forward to again for the next summer. 
And it's interesting how you mentioned the turnover schedule for Apex and how it's a little bit different because that means that the both of you have been the co-chairs for quite a bit now. And being this as your fourth year and your experience coming from an executive to VP positions and then to president, how did you see yourself grow over the years? And for aspiring club presidents out there, what is the one thing you were not expecting when you took on this leadership role? Honestly, I think if you saw me back in my first or second year of university and you see me now, you'd see a completely different person. There was no confidence. There was no real faith in myself or my ability. I feel like, and this might be true for a lot of Shulik students, I feel like people really have sort of imposter syndrome going on, especially coming into a school like Shulik, where you feel like everybody's so far ahead of you. And I think that I definitely kind of felt that and suffered from that. And having taken on the role of an executive on Apex and then having the team around me kind of nurturing me, helping me grow, kind of prodding me to open up more, to speak more, give more of my creative insight, to try to talk more at meetings, stuff like that, just kind of come out of my shell, really showed me that my experiences matter. I have value to add regardless of what we're talking about, what the situation is. And having grown from that point in time to now, I personally think that I've become a lot more confident and become a lot more grounded in who I am as a person. And I think that Apex had everything to do with that. There's no way that I'd be the person who I am now if Apex wasn't a part of my life. It'll get overwhelming at times. And believe me, sometimes you'll be like, how are we going to pull this off? How are we going to make this happen? But at the end of the day, everything comes together, your team, the people around you, your support system, everybody pulls together and things will work out at the end of the day. So regardless of what's going on, regardless of how many different plates you're holding, how far you're spreading yourself, it will work out. That's all yeah. I want to say about that. I definitely have to agree with Kibrit on, on everything she said. As someone who joined the club at the same time as Kibrit, I can attest that she is a different person now. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't think this is really exclusive to Apex in, in itself. I think the Shula community as a whole, just the nature of clubs and how pervasive they are in so many different aspects, whether it's events, conferences, talking about it in interviews. You know, the clubs are very important in your life at Shulik. And as you go along, you get more comfortable within your roles, within your responsibilities and working together with a, a large team. Apex this year is 20 executives. And that, that takes some time getting used to getting the confidence to virtually put up your hand and, and talk in front of a room, trying to pitch an idea or or even, you know, go counter to someone else's suggestion. Cameron and I have viewed this, you know, many years uh, or for the past two years, you know, different leadership styles within the team dynamics. We sat down early on and tried to come up with the best way to manage a team, especially considering it's going to be completely virtual. And I think some takeaways that we have, you know, two thirds that our terms uh, could definitely be just the collaborative nature of it. It is tough getting used to as your camera and I are the head of 18 people, as we mentioned, and you have 18 people who are just as dedicated, just as willing to work as hard as you are. And then, you know, it can take time to get used to the delegation aspect of it, you know, letting people run with their own projects. But overall, you just got to have trust in your team and confidence. Our mantra is really getting to know people on the team personally, so you can trust them in a professional sense. And it's a great way to try and just get to know the people behind the persona that comes on when you talk about Apex or Shulik or whatever club it could be in general. So all that together really, you know, bonds the team from uh, from the get-go. And then from there going forward, you can really work with them to make sure that everyone learns as a whole. And then your objectives for the team, whether it's the whole team or portfolio or even a personal goal, can really come to light by the end of the year. 
Mm -hmm. Those are both really great answers. And I can definitely relate to your experiences of starting off shoe like feeling a little bit shy and then getting involved in clubs and what shoe like has to offer and breaking out of that shell. And I love how you touched on both things, professional growth when it comes to leadership, as well as how getting involved in Apex has also made you more confident in yourselves and how it's affected your social life and your social relationships at Schulich. Kind of going into that sort of growth between being a little bit shy in the beginning and breaking out of that shell through Apex, I know some delegates or potential delegates may also feel that once they get into the conference, I'm standing in front of all of these really big, cool people from all these big names, and I don't want to embarrass myself when I'm networking. Do you have any tips on how to really put your best foot forward and feel more comfortable in that networking space? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think definitely just because of the inherent scale of Apex, because it is such a big conference and with so many delegates, especially outside of Schulich, many Schulich students, especially our first and second years, haven't really been in that kind of situation before. And we know that. I mean, this is the 24th Apex this upcoming year. So <laughs> there's a lot of planning and, and lessons learned over the years. And that's definitely one of them. We want to make sure that Apex allows people to take little steps, get outside the comfort zone. Just because of the nature of the events, especially when it's virtual, it's kind of a lot easier to, you know, say, hey, you're going to go in this room now and talk to these people, which absolutely is can be a bit frightening for some people. But as I mentioned in the in my kind of introduction, Apex is all about that soft skills. We're trying to make sure it's a safer space than what you may be used to, especially in person when networking. Because I mean, I can remember back when I was a delegate, I, I literally, I walked into the room, the main ballroom back when, you know, we could actually go into places. And I walked up to some person, first time ever networking at Schulich, and I start strike up a conversation with him. And it turns out that he's the CEO of, the, of Wolsey, who was the platinum sponsor of Apex this year. It's a Fortune 100 company. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, that was a fun conversation. Quickly <laughs> had to compose myself, realize who I'm talking to, try not to say anything silly. And just little things like that. Just you'll, as a business student, as a business professional, you know, you have to go outside your comfort zone, but it's important to do little steps at a time. And just of APAC, just the sheer amount of opportunity you have to meet different delegates from different universities, you know, sponsors, even uh, ask direct questions to our keynote speakers. It's just a unique opportunity. And uh, we really try and push people to take, make the most of it and really ensure that they get the most out of it by taking those little baby steps, getting a bit outside the comfort zone, getting uncomfortable, because in reality in business, you're going to get uncomfortable. It's important to get used to that feeling and, and really use it and learn from it when you have the chance to. Yeah, Coleman really hit the nail on the head with that one. If I could add anything, I would just say like, obviously, as the exec team, we try our best to ease the delegates' minds before going into that type of space and trying to, you know, help them get a little bit more comfortable before entering that space. So we have like a mixer where it's just the delegates in the beginning of the conference. So that way there's they're getting used to each other and they're learning to trust each other. So when they're in that networking space, they don't feel like, hey, they're not only talking to this huge industry rep, but they're also like showing a first time impression to all of the people in the room with them. So it's kind of like we're trying to build that bond between the delegates as well as getting them to build their bonds and their networks with these recruiters, with these industry top tier industry professionals and so on. I know that was a big concern for us last year, especially going into the first ever virtual conference. So the Apex team definitely does provide additional resources for our delegates. We you know, give starter questions, stuff like that, just little extra tidbits that anything we can do to kind of ease people's tensions and kind of get them to be calm when entering. But my biggest thing I would say in addition to that is 
just show your personality. At the end of the day, the people that you're talking to are human. And I think that's something that you just got to take comfort in because you're starting a conversation with another human being, not with the CEO of Wolsey or not with the CFO of Walmart, not with, you know, whoever it is. We pick our delegates for a reason and we have faith in the delegates that we pick. We know that these people are capable of talking to such high caliber individuals and talking to everybody really. So if you're at the conference, we know that you're capable of being able to talk to anybody. That is some amazing pieces of advice. I definitely wish I had heard before I started getting into networking. And it's really great to hear that Apex has really put together a system that sets up the delegates for success when they're ready to face those big industry reps. And I'm really glad that you mentioned that you pick your delegates for a reason, because as we all know, there is an application process to get a ticket into Apex and it can pose some difficult questions. So if you could leave like one or two pieces of advice for the people applying, what can they do to make their application stand out? Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Honestly, my biggest piece of advice for people applying to Apex this year is to not be afraid to let their personality shine through in the application process. You know, people often write down what they think we want to hear instead of writing down the responses that they actually believe in. And having been on the executive team for the past three years and going through hundreds of hundreds of applications, you kind of see when people don't necessarily write down the response that they actually believe in and when they're being kind of a little bit ingenuine. So I'd say like, don't be afraid to think outside of the box and be creative with your responses. We pick our delegates for a reason and we have a wide variety of people that we pick. You know, we pick people from all across Canada. So different perspectives have value. And that's something that we really want to bring together at Apex. We want to bring together people who have different perspectives, different life experiences, and different beliefs in order to kind of create an environment where everybody has something different and genuine and real to offer. So yeah, like my biggest piece of advice would just don't leave it to last minute. Be creative in your responses. Write down what you truly believe and what you are passionate about. All right. Awesome. So there is some advice to take away for everyone who is getting ready to apply for Apex. Now, before we get into our rapid fire segment, let's just take a quick trip down memory lane. And if both of you could share your favorite Apex memory, how about we start with Coleman? Sure. I mean, there's a lot to remember. I think definitely the one I always tell our executive team or has been the tradition was actually, again, at the first Apex, I was at the career fair and I go, you know, wandering around just trying to see as a, as, a, as a delegate, I should mention, I was a delegate wandering around networking again for the first time, trying to be all professional. I had my business cards printed out back when those were a thing. And uh, I wander up to the the Walmart booth we had and I start uh, chatting up a conversation with one of the Walmart uh, reps there, telling him how I think Amazon Prime is going to destroy Walmart, uh, you know, kind of joking about it, you know, <laughs> kind of half serious, half not. And he gets pretty agitated about it. And then someone else comes over, I find a nice way to leave the situation. And then one of the Apex execs at the time taps me on my shoulder and is like, you know, who just got into an argument about Amazon versus Walmart with? Walmart Canada CFO. I was like, I literally walked out of the room. I was like, hey, I need like 15 minutes to rekindle my uh, myself. That's definitely a unique situation. I'll always remember about my silliness. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Like there are, there's so many things that I could talk about, but I'm going to talk about my favorite one because I thought it was really funny at the time. Not at the time, actually, but now looking back, I think it's hilarious. But back when it was my first year on the team, 
I was a first time executive. So we, we call our first time executives newbies. So I was a newbie on the team, trying to prove myself, trying to make myself valuable at an in-person conference, having never pulled off an in-person event like this or been a part of something of such caliber like Apex. And my co-chair at the time, she asks me to go move the Apex balloons because we had balloons like spelled, that spelled out Apex. So I was like, oh, sure. Like, I'll go bring it downstairs. All good. No worries. I grab the balloons. I go into the elevator and I bring the balloons downstairs to the conference room that it was needed to be in. We go, we put the balloons out and my co-chair goes, hmm, the East looking a little bit deflated. And I was like, oh, no, I think it looks fine. Like it was just it was like this. And she goes, no, it's definitely losing air as we're speaking. And I was like, no, 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 there's no way. Like, I, I literally put it in the elevator. It wasn't close to the doors. I made sure it didn't touch the doors because I was really worried about the doors closing on the apex balloons. And she goes, Cameron, did you hold the balloons near the lights? And I was like, well, there's lights all over the elevator. So maybe. And she goes, lights can like tear the balloons helium is coming out and i felt so bad because i had popped the apex e and we can't just be apx like we need the e there it stands for excellence so i was freaking out and i was like oh my gosh i feel i felt so bad and i was like okay it's okay i can go run five blocks to get them inflated because obviously it's downtown toronto so five blocks anywhere super easy right And another exec stepped in and was like, hey, don't worry, I'll go run the balloons down. You're wearing heels. You won't be able to get them back in time. So I was forever grateful. Shout out Fouad. If you're listening to this, thank you so much for that. But yeah, that was definitely a memorable time. I really felt like I let the team down. But at the end of the day, everything worked out and nobody was mad at me. So worked out. Cameron was going for the the mid the mid conference rebrand of Apex. (laughs) Dropping the E to be edgy. All right, those are really funny stories. And I think anyone in the future can look back at your stories and maybe feel a little bit better about themselves if they ever do something a little silly because we all do that every once in a while. Thank you so much for sitting down with me to talk about Apex and also your own journeys throughout Shulik. We're going to end off with a rapid fire segment. So the questions will be coming to you fast and we're going to hear your opinions. If we want to go in a specific order, we can go Cameron Dent Coleman for each answer and just try to answer as fast as you can. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or Snap? Instagram. TikTok. Favorite moment at Shulik so far? Seeing two rats in one day. <laughs> Walking into the MGMT 1000 room for the first time and losing my mind because it was so big and I thought that there were so many people and then going to a York lecture the same day and then actually losing my mind. <laughs> oh, first time. Neither of you said Apex, but okay, moving on. Um, I'll take back my response. It's Apex, obviously. <laughs> it takes these back to this. <laughs> Okay, okay. Talking or texting? Talking. Talking. Favorite brunch spot? Breck Boom. It's in Woodridge. It's awesome. The homeway, it's called. It's right, it's right at the top of my street. <laughs> so good. Morning person or night owl? Morning. I'd say morning. Fake Starbucks or Tuckner's? Fake, fake Starbucks. Fake Starbucks. Tuckner's just has the fries. That's it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> One thing you wish that you could redo in your four years as Shulik? I'd fix my stats one grade because that was not fun times. But if it could be do as in re-experience it, re-experience Apex my first year as an exec on the team. Yeah. That was a long answer. Um, redo, <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know. Probably go to more events in first year. 
I would think it's very important to get involved regardless. And I think it turned out okay, but I think it would have been great to go get some more perspective from all the wonderful clubs that Shulik has to offer. Yeah, that was a good answer, Colby. Or, or reduce I agree stats with that. too. Or reduce stats too. That was a mess. <laughs> stats two or like stats one? But well, stats also one everyone did bad on. Stats two I did like, I don't even know. This would not be on it. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you both so much for participating in our rapid fire. I'm going to give you both one last chance if you want to shout out anyone or anything, and then we'll wrap up our episode. Awesome. Okay, so quick shout out to the fact that Apex 2022 applications are now live and can be found on all of our social media channels at Apex Conference everywhere, pretty much. Applications are due November 8th at 11.59pm EST, so don't miss out. Also, huge shout out to our Apex executive team. We would not be able to get have gotten through the year so far without you and, you know, the rest of the year, of course, as well. So thank you guys so much for being the best team we could have ever asked for. We love you guys with all of, of our hearts. Much love to uh, CDCR, Marketing Ops, DMDs. <laughs> DMDs can throw big hearts, big hearts, big hearts. Big hearts. Finance. We love finance. you guys too, finance. Shout out, Grace. Yeah, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here. We love you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. And we hope you walk away from this episode learning more about Apex and why you should be applying. We wish the best to the Apex team and we hope that the conference kicks off incredibly well, which we know it will. With that being said, Insider will be back with its new episode very soon. So stay tuned. Until then, you can stay up to date on everything that's happening with the Insider on our social media pages at the Insider Media on Instagram and the Insider Media Group on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.